think it has to be Chris saying it as well. Because I reckon that's going to get more engagement, especially when he's in a tank top. I don't want to be hated. <laughs> no, it's fine. If, yeah, but if you're hated, we're, hated. We're, we're one person. We we're, are a single entity. No, because ultimately they can try and find my personal account and start hating me on that. Yeah, but your name is Fist Cellos. No, it should be Crispy Fellows. You should make like an all crisp, Crispy Fellows. Crispy yeah. Fellows. Oh, yeah. it does actually work today. Yeah, to be <laughs> fair, I haven't changed a lot since the last one. So. We'll keep it that way. I wanna swing. Mm. I put um. Go on. Back in the day, I I filmed a video. I put propped up on on a bottle there, and it was my Cyrus wrecking ball. And it said I came in like a wrecking ball. I held my ball sack back and let it go and knocked over a bottle with it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so I'd let you know that. Sorry, say that again. Uh, so I put my bu- I pulled my ball sack back, yeah. And as it says, I came in like a wrecking ball. I How big are your balls? To back then, not anymore. <laughs> but then I let go, and it knocked over a little 500 milliliter of empty this bottle was, of water. But why did you do this that? This was in 2017 in LA. Uh, why did I do that? Why, why not? Uh, I don't know. That's a great question. I also put one of those like hostess powdered donuts, little ones, in my foreskin. That was a mess. I had to go to the shower and clean that Why off are afterwards. Why we starting the show like I this? I hope we're not recording yes, this. No, <laughs> this is not going This on. has to go in. Oh, God. <laughs> this is a TikTok waiting to happen. This is 2017, I want to clarify. I was young, <laughs> immature, and no different to how I am now. Um, what is it with men and their balls? I don't know. I was in LA with my Why friends, and I was felt a bit scrappy. Investigating yourself. You were learning about I don't know. I think because I was in LA, and I felt like I was on holiday. I felt like nothing nothing did mattered. You, did you have a friend that was always just get their balls out all the yeah. time? Yeah, oh, you were no, the friend. You, was the guy. I still am. Because I, I have a friend that used to do that. Every time someone got drunk and passed out, you would know that there'd just be tea bag on the forehead, and there'd just be. there's a picture of a guy that I didn't talk to him anymore called Simon. Simon, he you listen. Listen. He won't listen to this. And Sam, used to, my friend Sam, just calling him out now, used to literally, I remember being at my friend James's house party and <laughs> Simon's passed out, covered in his own vomit. And Sam's well, like, this is a great opportunity just to put my nuts on his yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, of course it is. And there's just a picture of just Sam's nuts on Simon's head. And he's like, I've never we, understood why guys wanted to do that. We had a th- I'm a not going to lie, it was hilarious. <laughs> we had a guy at school called Ben Brooks. I know he, I know you got me on Facebook, Ben, so you best be listening to this, you little arsehole. And he used to, um, at like school photo day, <laughs> he'd just be standing there. Obviously, it never got put through, and he used to call it a sneaky ball, and he'd just get one ball. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 My friend Harry, other Harry, um, he's got, he thought he had cancer at one point because he's got a, when I say, when I say, one of his testicles is he I've, I've compared this he's come to my house I've held an onion next to it it's the size of an onion I used to have a photo of it on my phone I used to tell it's literally the size of my fist it was massive and I was, but only one of them the other one was very average sized and I used to be like and he was like I think I've got a problem so he went to doctor and they thought he had cancer turns out he actually just had like just some big testicle and it shrunk eventually every time anyway fuck my life so you know I don't do that um so welcome to the show. I want to clarify. This was many years ago before you started. All the all the people. I am lost for words. I'm all the, the people. It was massive. Honestly, it was one, one of the wonders of the world. Nearly. I yeah. Reckon, I reckon, from space. <laughs> probably good. Wonders of Berkshire. Yeah, honestly, well, he's from Buckinghamshire, luckily, so we can keep that wonder to me. <laughs> good. I hope he's all right now. Yeah, I saw him the other day. Actually, you know, he lives in Austria now. Does he hop around on it. He does right. <laughs> space hopper. <laughs> yes, yeah. literally. It is a space hopper. Chris is livid. He's fuming. Chris is like, cancel the show. I'm fine. It's quite an amusing start. I'm okay. I'm kind of used to it now, so it's really not a problem. I'm sorry if, if I've offended anyone, then... How can why you offend you, Yeah, anyone? why are you going to offend it? It's my bull sack. Leave me alone. Did you call it a bull sack? In my bull is sack. Is it that big? That it's, bu- it's the size of a bull's sack? Uh, not anymore. Uh, times have changed. 
Good. I've got older. <laughs> I got and older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask him for a friend, man. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> cool. And um, what's people been up to? Sweating. Yeah. Uh, well, you're always in many layers. That's why. Yeah, yeah. You're I'm the man of many layers. I'm wearing some controversial clothing. Why? Because it says on the back of it, I want the voices to go away, and I wear it to the psych hospital, don't I? When I go to psych hospital oh, that's every week. nice, yeah. I got Chaos the, Athletic. Yeah, I've got another one that says, praying today is my last. And uh, again, I wear that to the psych hospital. I just want to see if any, like, any of the... Like, Why are you uh, trying therapy? to trigger people, man? No, it's on. not them. It's more, I want to see, I want see the, <laughs> <laughs> I want to see if any of the therapists tell me off for my clothing. Okay. I like just pushing buttons. Yeah, that's I can right. tell, yeah. People, you, people in the class. You know? No, of course not. Pushing the buttons? People in the class, they saw it. the buttons. He does. People in the class saw it. They loved it. They thought it was really funny. I was like, oh, thank God I didn't offend anyone. I don't offend anyone, but I want the therapist to be like, Harry. Don't talk about it, but <laughs> read it. There you go. I'm in one of those moves, so get ready for yeah, a scrappy episode. You're a bit spicy already. Yeah, I'm hyperactive. God almighty. It means tomorrow's going to be a very low day. Well, at least we've caught you on the... I don't know whether I want to catch you on a high day or a low day at the moment. Uh, I could go either way. I could like a flick of a switch. Peaks and troughs. Yeah, I just like to keep you in toast, don't I? The parabola. I like your red today. You look like you've gone in a you've gone all kind of f- football vibey. You look like you're off to this scratch on in, in the club. I realise that, Michael. I yeah. can see the LFC badge. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like he's off to drink a stare and punch him in the face. I never thought I you like was say I wouldn't do that. It's because you've got big bosoms. That's why I look at his chest. I never thought you was a kind of a football fan. I'm a massive Liverpool fan. Yeah, actually, okay. yeah. I actually didn't know that. How do I not know that about you? I don't know. I don't really talk about football a lot. Yeah, you guys aren't I mean. really. F- Football uh, people. I used to be. I, I, I can I can you know talk about football, but I don't follow it enough anymore. I Jeez. watching them run makes me feel a bit out of breath, so I just leave it there. You got out of breath walking up my stairs. I'm out of breath sitting down. It's funny you talk about getting out of breath because that's very that's relevant. Very relevant. One of the topics. Oh yes, that's true. I did want to talk about uh, VO2 max today. We can also bring ATP into that as well. Candy. It's kind <laughs> of like it's a bit of a hand in hand thing isn't yeah, it like energy systems energy systems yeah um but yeah so obviously <laughs> a bit lost no i just want to say something he uses one don't you <laughs> yeah literally i was like the max don't need it don't never heard of it man don't Do, need it yeah. don't know so we had a conversation about it beforehand and it was actually a good little chat about it for yeah 10 we'll, we'll, we'll come on to it we'll he come won't on to say it. it now it's too early well yeah because ultimately there is a fo- there is a mild format to this show we talk about Nutsacks and toilet stuff at the beginning. That's, and then, uh, that's what you Then think. the show starts and we stop talking about that and talk about actual useful things. Nutsacks, poo, Sam Sulek. Yeah. And pickles. And, and pickles. pickles. And also sometimes TikTok comment section. Mm. Oh, yeah, of course. The tickers, we, like, they like The tickers talked. The <laughs> TikTok <laughs> comment section is managed by an external entity, not by any of us. Yeah, Harry basically wants to use TikTok as a vehicle to like, just bring out his inner keyboard warrior. Not me. It wasn't me. It's Patricia. Okay, fine. <laughs> Good. Can't, I'm poorly. Help me. <laughs> oh, I'm sweating. Uh, but yeah. So, uh, Michael, Michael, please tell me what you've been up to. Tell me. Um, I went for a run today. Ooh, Ooh wow. It wasn't a very. <laughs> sorry. I've so like you're coming over, over. To, coming over to my side. Well, it's actually in light of the topic. Interesting. Yeah. I was so it was at market research. I mean, if it was, it wasn't very much market research. It was like 10 minutes. That's fine. I'm, I'm quite pr- proud to hear that you've... Uh, Thank you. You've actually inspired it. me with your... Um, oh, don't say that. Oh, he's not Well, two people have inspired me. You're the, you're the second one. Oh, I thought I'd be the first. I know the first one. Who's the first one? My coach. My running coach. His running coach. You've got a running coach? Well, yeah. Oh, what have you done now? Every <laughs> day. You, uh, he's, uh, I guarantee tomorrow I get a message in the chat. How do you feel about doing Pump Fiction Run Together? 
to clarify, I'm going to say no already. I'll watch. I'll, you know, you've seen Run Fat Boy Run, the movie, where we, he's on the moped, smacking with a spatula. We could do that. We could find a track yeah, and I'll, drive around it. Yeah, I'll drive around it. You guys run. Yeah. Well, I don't want to talk about my run because we're getting there. But once it's worth talking about, I'll bring it up again. Mm. How far do you get in 10 minutes? I don't know. I'm running for time. Yeah, that's good. Is a long time. It's good. That's because nine I had I the maddest Tib anterior pump, and it, I got told off because oh. the wrong shoes. Oh. I've actually got some running shoes. Yeah, you, we talked about this before. You showed me the got shoes. The Magic you Speed bought. Three. Yeah. yeah, they sound fast. Yeah, see, that's what I thought, yeah, yeah. right? Magic Speed. And then I got oh. Strava, and I put my first run in, and yeah. was like, "That's not very speed." Those are the official shoes that I used on Sunday. Those green ones. I bet they smell. They, look, they awful. I like the yellow ones next to it. Uh, the yellow ones next to the Jordans. I'm not going to run anywhere in those. No, no. I was just saying I like them. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, they're off whites. That's why they're nice. They're very nice. So, um, but I didn't run in those shoes because I normally have them in my car, and I didn't put them in so my car. So you ran in non-running shoes. I ran in like CrossFit trainers. Oh, no, I, mean, I know. I mean, a of, not a lot of heel support. In, like, too, not a lot of cushioning in that, is there? No. So no like, you might as well run in like um, Ravaleos or what they're called. Oh, that's not a bad shot. What, what the Nike Romalias? Romalias. Get them Romalia sevens, please. The Romalias. R- Romalia. How would you pronounce that? I'm not getting right, involved. I'll I'll get, say, I, I don't get words wrong all the time. Yes, yeah, so do I do. That. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 99 percent sure I'm dyslexic. I thought so it was really Romalias. To be fair, uh, it might be. To be fair, I might uh, just be being a bit dyslexic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, wow. Well, I'm pleased that you start. You endeavoured to to get started on that. Well, yeah. I mean, we can. I can talk about the minutiae details of running and how to improve that all day. I mean, I've spent the last 18 months becoming as knowledgeable on it as level I level four runner can. I think now level six. I can. I'm not level six because I'm not. Oh no, I don't know. I'm, I'm quite good. I'm not you, bad. You did a marathon. Yeah, I have the. I have the medal. Oh yeah, 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 you did. Oh, just yeah. on to hand. Guy, I forgot this about guy it. Had, when was it? Didn't give a fuck. When didn't was it? Give a fuck. I, I said, well done. When did you get back? I came, got back yesterday. How was it? <laughs> Look at he's doing this thing. <laughs> I forgot. I just didn't even so realize. So shit, isn't he? he I don't know, know what day. Doesn't care about anyone else. No, I just don't know what day it is anymore. Yeah. How was it? Do you win? I purposely <laughs> didn't mention it when I saw him because I was interested to see if. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. And I, when, I, when we walk up the stairs, I made a comment. I was like, "Oh, you can walk up the stairs then." Yeah. How sore are you today? <laughs> how sore are you? You feel a bit tender? Just how much he cares about me. Yeah, literally. Yeah. I didn't you... get a good luck. I didn't get any sort of congratulations. I and... forgot. I'm not gonna lie. I was in my own mind. He doesn't even watch any of my social media. So how would he know? I don't watch anyone's. Did you know what did he eat in the bath? No, he doesn't watch my social I don't, media. I don't watch people's stories anymore. Oh, of course, yeah. So I, I, try not to, I watch actually, that's I watch yours sometimes. Oh, brilliant. Because his pops up first. He's the first on my list. I'm like, oh, guys, what's Mike doing? But first re- on the You realise that if you engage with me on Instagram, it will put me near the top of your list. And that's why I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. How, how do you do? I hate this guy. <sighs> no, you don't. He, don't he told why. me, I've got a message from him saying, I love you, Barry. Yeah, do you know why? Because ultimately... You asked him to, <laughs> say, asked him to say it. Say it. <laughs> I, he said, hey, could you get there early, please? I said, tell me you love me and I will. And then he said, I love you, Barry. You forced it out of me. Yeah, but I just wanted, I wanted, to, be, I wanted to feel heard and loved. That is manipulation. Yeah, I'm doing all right with that. So, <laughs> What was your time? How many hours? So I went, just to colour in the uh, the lines here. Oh, here we go. I went to Amsterdam to run a marathon. Did you do drugs? No. <laughs> Grow up. Well, I kind of <laughs> went there to, to do the running, so I figured... And then I did go and look, investigate the drugs afterwards, but I didn't buy any or anything. I just, you know, watched other people... Sniff them. Did you... You could smell it. It was fucking everywhere. Did man. you yeah. go to the district of colour that's op- deemed you know to be also blue? They've completely, like, toned it down now. Have they? Oh, that's a bit disappointing. It's it? more of a mauve. Oh, <laughs> less of a red. It's, um, it's just full of tourists, oh. and they they, they oh. don't have any th- any people in front windows anymore, anything like that. They're not. Oh, no. what's going on? 
Devastated. Oh, I'm not going back. That was his holiday. <laughs> so yeah, Amsterdam. Cancelled. Lovely place, by the way. It is lovely. It's so really nice. nice. And my God, the people on bikes are fucked. They don't give a fuck about anyone else. Reckless. They are absolute. They're worse than cars. They're, they're on drugs. These people that's on bikes. They're just like they've got like thousands upon thousands of bicycles which i think is brilliant however the way they cycle around is like they absolutely own the joint and they don't they, do. a, they don't care about anyone else they're absolutely brutal these cyclists yeah, I, had to, I nearly got mown down by like three of them and half the time it wasn't even my fault like oh. they literally were like absolutely like wild these cyclists i mean based on our previous conversation about wwe you're giving a cheeky little clothesline i should have done just take him out at one point, a guy had to fucking jam on his brakes because he was like going to wipe me out because he was just screaming down the road. Anyway, just do the the Joker thing on Dark Knight. Um, we just said, or the pencil. No, he's like the cars coming in and he's like hit me that one. Oh, just stand in the way and then you. I mean, I could have taken one for the team, I suppose. That would be a great episode. Anyway, um, Amsterdam Marathon. I've put in a lot of prep for it. I was kind of nervous. I was quite. I was really nervous about. It I'm not surprised. You're running a long way. Yeah, but I think after the London Marathon, I was kind of scared that I was going to hit the wall again and my body would shut down on me, which I realised was because of lack of salt last time. Mm. So right. we all know what my solution to, to lack of salt is you now. You didn't do it. You didn't take He did, it. all the way round, probably. Oh, Chugged it. Oh, I took one of my famous pickle pickle. One of my famous. I had it. I had one before the it. race and one exactly at the halfway point. And do you know the best bit that you'll absolutely love about it? Is because it was strapped to my leg in my trouser, and not my tr- in my sh- in my um, Under Armour thing. Look, his knob. Yeah, literally. When I got it out, it was warm, so I had Ooh. to drink warm pickle juice. But do you know what? It the impact it had on me, and meat was a me almost immediate. Joe White has such an impact with you. Put some trend in there. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of trend. Bit of a little bit, a little trend. Yeah, so I managed to get round the last ten kilometers was literally just a mental battle. I wanted to stop, but basically <coughs> I was just like telling my body no i had to keep going it's incredible like it's almost like an out of body experience mm. like to continue to flow push, state to push yourself through something you really don't feel like doing like just keep going it's kind of mad in a way and then eventually you come into the olympic stadium where you cross the line and everything that's and cool just to cross the line was just like this most like a euphoric feeling i want him to guess what your time was yeah, but he doesn't really have a that's what i mean i'm really intrigued no to gauge see of what a good time is. I'm, I'm interested to see what Mm. I'm going to say either high three hours or mid, low to mid four hours. So do you know what other people tend to do in marathons? Tell me which person. I'll tell you how fast well, they run. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, fair enough. Yeah. What do you reckon? I reckon high threes, low fours. Michael? Do you might have seen it already. Uh, I think I know, actually. What was it? Three hours, 38? I wasn't that right. So my official race time was 3.36, but my marathon, the time I ran a marathon in, was effectively three hours thirty three. Oh, I got it wrong for five minutes. You were out by almost an hour, so I don't. Oh, feel yeah, so but bad I, did, about I said that. threes. I said high threes. Because like, ultimately, you, you fanny. Because you're the so many people and you're having to get around everything, you end up running like half a kilometre further than a marathon. Is it not by full, the time you cross the line? Oh. Is it not full contact? <laughs> Just uh, elbow. But um, it's a relay. <laughs> so that ex- that extra <laughs> half a kilometre equated to the extra three Just minutes. Pass the pickle juice. Pass <laughs> the pickles down. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. No, I'm just quite pleased with it. But yeah, you can have a look at. There's my. Here's I my, want to touch here's it. My, my the medal. Official, uh, medal. Why is it got a hole in it? Let me post on my Instagram story to let everyone know I did a marathon. Uh, yeah, three hours. Three. Yeah, well done, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it says. Oh, it says I'm. So, I don't know. Tren. 
<laughs> Clen and Sutton failed drugs test. Yeah, twenty twenty three. You're right. You did do it in twenty twenty three. The champion. The champion. I like that. Today I ran my masterpiece. Yeah, they you kept that was their tagline. Oh. That's, that's a bit. It's a bit, that's a bit it's catabolic, a, isn't it? It's a bit cheesy. <laughs> they were saying, "Oh, everyone ran their masterpiece this weekend." All J- that sort of. Just thing. say today I ran my master cycle. I should have done. <laughs> my master. <laughs> <laughs> my master. Oh, good luck hairline. Um, but yeah, so that is partly why I wanted to talk about VO2 max because ultimately mine's completely changed. And it's I a nice medal, that. Thanks. It's heavy. The, the, London Mar- heavy. the London Marathon one's even better. Like bigger you have to wear it all the way around? Or? You, could, you could smack someone in the head with that and do some damage. It's true. Not saying people you should. People like sell these on eBay for loads of money because the people who don't run it but then want to tell people they did end up buying the medals. How much are they going for? Uh, the do London, people do that? The London Marathon yeah, medals yeah, were selling for like 200 quid who, after, they, after would, the race. Who would do that? Someone who lied, like yourself, who said yeah, they'd done yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, sounds about right, doesn't it? Yeah, but surely you could, like, verify it somewhere like your time must be somewhere yeah it on is. the internet yeah you can search my name to pull up all the time so anyone that likes running because you got was it power of power of 10 or whatever it is and you've got strava and stuff surely you could just i don't know I'd be, it depends how good you are at lying i suppose this guy's pretty great so that's a laughing is that a compliment <laughs> <laughs> that's the question oh, that's a little sneak snake i i know someone uh, a friend of a friend who lost their olympic gold medal they got a uh, i know a lot of like Rowing gold medalists because obviously Henley and stuff and mm, of course. Yeah, obviously family in the in the industry <laughs> and you're a bit posh basically. Oh no, my cousins are world champions and my dad used to coach for GB Rowing back in the day. So Good and stuff. his best friend he used to live with, it's like that. I went to uh, met him in LA. Oh, I met up with him in LA in 2015. He's got two gold medals: one dancing on ice, climbed Everest. Steve Williams, dancing on ice. Mm. Nice. Yeah, it's really one front day, wasn't it? What a rogue. Yeah, like, no, literally. And then, then, he climbed, <laughs> then he climbed Everest. That's a fair play. But oh, he, uh, shit, really? Yeah, yeah, climbed Everest. But he, um, his friend, obviously got a gold medal, as you do, at the Olympics, went out drunk. Oh, here's my gold medal. What look, a knob. Look at my willy. And lost it. And once you lose it, they don't give you another one. No, yeah, well, of yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, so I he, can't get another one if I lose it. So, yeah, mine. so he's lost his gold medal. I was like, that's what embarrassing. That is stupid, man. Yeah, I was literally like, well, well done. I hope you got laid for that because you've let yourself down. Fine. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Idiot. I'm pretty sure he's in knobhead anyway. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> not, not Steve. Not my dad's friend. He's a lovely guy. It's the other one. He washes knob in bleach as well. No, that's just one of us. Okay. It's everyone, not me. <laughs> or me. Yet. Or me. But, again uh, yeah i um after the race i had to walk back four kilometers which was horrendous why do you do that because there's no taxis because all the roads are closed and everything get on a bike yeah i couldn't just steal someone's bike so well, it might would have given you a lift could yeah, should true. he's got diesel he'll give you a um lift. but i did pick up a, um, i did pick up two big macs on my way back to the hotel were they good they were i ate them in the bath when i got back to the hotel that was the question i asked you because i saw that on do the you store. piss in the bath no, fuck not no. in the bath. Fucking psychopath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird, man. I mean, in the shower, shower. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who would we in the bath? Yeah, yeah. Who would we? Do you lay on your back and just let it spurt out and just land on it's you? It's like a cherub. Oh, yeah. You know what? For legal like reasons, I'm not going to continue. This legal- I was, I was going to tell you something really funny. I'm not going to now. I was going to tell you something really funny. Oh god. It's not like you to do that. What have you got? No, sorry. Uh, no, 2018. Uh, my powerlifting comp. My girlfriend at the time, my ex-girlfriend, was a. Uh, Shaving my shoulders because obviously, like, I'm about to powerlift. I want to get my sh- and then uh, weeding her. I was in the bath, just weed. She thought it was really funny. We both had a laugh, and that was it, really. 
I think we need to change this podcast. <laughs> to clarify, I don't actually, I don't actually bath. I don't have a bath, and also no baths are baths are small. This is why I don't encourage anyone I know to listen to this show, because ultimately, it's fine if you listeners and viewers have been here a long time. You know, kind of what to expect by this point. But I'm not, I'm not telling my friends and family to listen to this. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even know what to expect. It comes out of my mouth. I don't know what's happening. Don't don't it doesn't just come out of your mouth. Yeah, well, anyway. <laughs> or in your mouth. I don't even listen to these back, so... I okay. do. I go to sleep listening to them. Does the sound of your own voice really send you off? No, I can't sleep in silence. Get some, I get, get some off. Get some I get, off. Yeah. Maybe. I'm, I get panicky if I sleep in silence. I have to have noise on all the times, so and I just play ours over and over again. Do you want to just start a group chat with me and Mike, and you can go off to sleep, and me and Mike will just talk? Yeah. We'll jump on Discord, and I can just tell stories to you. Yeah, we can talk about... Yeah, but then worried I start snoring on Discord. Well, God, let's get You're up. worried about snoring on Discord and you just basically admitted that you wee on yourself in the bath. No, like weed. Singular. On someone else while in the I bath. Mean, yeah, 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 nothing nothing you can say will make that story any better. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's five years ago. I look forward to <laughs> this one on TikTok. She's in. The, she's none, on this. She, she, we, we don't none talk. Of his, and have you noticed how none of his stories are that long ago? They're quite recent. Five years is a pretty long time ago. Five, uh, five or six years. But I haven't weed in the bath you're for still a grown at man least at two years. Brilliant. For someone that's had not many baths. That's I, think I just don't like baths. They're just not very nice. Someone said to me today, oh, it'd be really good if we got like guests on our podcast. And, right. and I'm just thinking to myself, I can't Who? invite anyone to this. <laughs> I can't invite anyone to this because they'll listen to it back and go, why the fuck am I going to be on this podcast? Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm the life of the party. Maybe we have to do sister sh- a sister show. Yeah, spin-off. Spin-off that's like a professional. Fun fiction. Where yeah. we don't have any of this absolute like carnage. Flat fiction. <laughs> anyway, we'll figure Flaccid that out. Flaccid fiction. That's <laughs> Flop fiction. <laughs> That's a meeting <laughs> for another time, I think. I'm so sorry if you're still listening to this. This is reckless. No, people like the preamble. Do they? Yeah. The, the preamble has become the whole episode. Yeah, sorry. I worry the preamble will prevent us getting any professional amble at any stage. Oh, I've just got to just change the personality. I've got many to choose from. I was going to say, just, just, just flick a switch. What have we got here? We're, we're playing roulette right now. Mm, seems that way. Patricia. The, um, the other bad thing that happened to me uh, whilst I was away was after I'd obviously had my bath and there's like it's bits of lettuce that f- strewn everywhere off the from the floor rubbish nice. everywhere not in the bath well i ate i did eat a burger in the bath so a bit of lettuce did fall in the what bath about grease yeah, there's no grease it was fine i just threw it on the floor anyway left my room in an absolute state it's about it's mid-afternoon by this point so i thought i'd go out for a walk and it hadn't really occurred to me that they hadn't made my room yet and i was thinking well it's about mid-afternoon they're not going to do it now are they so i didn't put the do not disturb sign on no. went out came back and they fucking made my room up. And I'm like, I'm. S- this is the most embarrassed. Like, the fact that they would have walked in and seen, like... What the shit, fuck? <laughs> it would have looked like the weirdest thing. Yeah. Like, to see in the bathroom area, just like big, like McDonald's wrappers. Some weird sex kind of thing. <laughs> and bits of, bits of lettuce all over the floor. I'm like, this is terrible. How, uh, you know, fortunately, I didn't see the cleaner afterwards. But no. Yeah, there you go. It's not as bad as pissing in the bath, though. <laughs> Do you think that's the worst I've done? Jesus, I've got worse stories than that. Yeah, well, you can save those. Yeah, some of them are going to stay off air. I need a poo in the bath once. I have done a poo in the bath. Yeah. I was like a child. Sorry. I (laughs) see you were so so (laughs) close to moving on. He's living. I got got in a poo. How how many years ago? Unfortunately, not as many as I'd like. Oh, shit. I was like five. Were you over the age of teen years? Yeah, yeah, but I was drunk. Okay, yeah, that doesn't count then. Why are you drunk in a bath, man? Banter. Swim. That's that's for another story. 
I, I mean, we don't get many stories out of you, so no, it's about no, time you did contribute. No, it's about, no, it's fine. Moving on. I All just right, had a notification. I'll save the other one for later. It's stress. <laughs> I just had a notification saying that there's a new episode of Pump Fiction on YouTube right now. Uh, there is. So if you're actually listening to this, you should go over to our YouTube channel, which is Pump Fiction or Pump Fiction Pod. Subscribe to us and leave some comments. Or better yet, go to TikTok. Start abusing Chris in the TikTok comment section so the management company that manages our TikTok could get a bit scrappy back. Yeah, it's none of us. None of us. It's Patricia, isn't it? Yeah, mm. Patricia Pump Fiction is what we're um, talking. Yes. Uh, what else are we going to talk about on the show? Has anyone got any topics? Because I've brought one. VO2 Max, AI, and Samsung. Can we not do AI and Samsung like every episode? <laughs> Well, the AI yeah. one, I put that yeah, video yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and was interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah. To be fair, you did pull up another interesting AI thing. Yeah. So we could talk about that. We as could well. talk about that. And oh, I did see an interesting little like mini thing on Instagram, which was um, Japanese methods to avoid laziness, which I thought was quite interesting. I thought I'd read them out. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's just, I just thought it was quite nice. I like a list. <laughs> like a list. I like a list. I like to go through the list and be like, is that me or is that not but me? Yeah, so we'll pull that up. Shall we just get on with it then? Yeah, slap the button. Okay. <laughs> Someone actually suggested that in this bit we should have on the YouTube a montage of us. Oh, like doing an actual what? intro? Yeah, like a title card. What, of us like running around town? Yeah, I just running around it. in like <laughs> times two speeds. With a Pump Fiction sign. Go back to the 90s. Like Little Britain. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. I'm so sorry. Episode 27. Seven. My goodness. When um, we get cancelled. <laughs> I can't believe, quite frankly, that we're still... I mean, it's getting worse. I feel like with the, the absolute ridicu- ridiculous words that are coming out of mainly Harry's mouth yeah, are getting yeah. worse. Um, but you're still here, which is bizarre. Uh, we're still here, which is great. And and yeah, welcome to another episode of Pump Fiction. Um, mm. I'm Christy Fellows. He's Michael Carter, and he's Harry Moore. And this is this is it, basically. This is it. The end. Okay. Hello. Hello, everyone. How are we doing? I'm trying to. You're trying not, to rein it in. Yeah, I'm trying not to say some things. Fine. Yeah, I'm just I'm recouping from that last 15 minutes. Yeah, I am a little bit shell shocked from the last from that intro, to be fair. But we move. We <laughs> move. Of, can't even remember what I said. I'm sure I will be when I listen to it back. Yeah, you, I go, you can't wait to listen to this back when you're nodding off later. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to sleep tonight, am I? He'd be nodding himself off instead. Um, <laughs> That's like a dad joke. I love it. Oh, dear, you kids. Yeah, you know, crazy, aren't we? But anyway, uh, on today's show, um, I, for whatever reason, obviously, I've run a marathon. So I love that. For whatever of, reason. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still running. Uh, I'm going to be doing London again next year, so I'm progressing. I'm going to keep pushing on. Um, but I wanted to talk, I saw, obviously I see more stuff on social media now about running and about fitness and so on. And VO2 max is something that in the last 18 months, obviously getting into this, I've paid more attention to. Yep. As a bodybuilder, didn't really care about it. And mm-hmm. probably most bodybuilders don't think about it. But I, I, it's definitely more on my radar now because obviously my VO2 max has been increasing throughout my journey. But I feel like it's way more relevant to everyone than people give it credit for. Mm. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, I'd, I'd agree. agree. I saw a post on social media today with a doctor talking about the fact that... Did you watch that video that I sent? Yes. About how whatever your VO2 max is now, basically your fitness ability is now, you're on a sliding scale for the rest of your life. It's only going to steadily decline. So however fit and active you want to be in your 80s is impacted 
basically by how fit you are now. Do you want to explain what VO2 max is to the listeners who might not know? VO2 max essentially is how efficient your heart and lungs are at using oxygen to um, f- like get keep your muscles going, keep the body going essentially, isn't it? Yeah. In basic terms. Yeah, essentially, the maximum rate of oxygen your body can actually utilise when you're performing any kind of like activity. Exactly. Anaerobic so, or aerobic. So basically, the higher your VO2 max is, the more efficient your body is at utilising the oxygen you take into it to to yeah. keep going and the amount to keep going yeah, yeah. i think if you simplify it like that you realize that actually it was like, oh it only applies to runners if you actually think about it like that who doesn't use oxygen no one <laughs> everyone uses oxygen therefore it actually technically applies to everybody yeah some it's like a spectrum of how much does it apply yeah. to you or how much does it carry over or cross over to your desired exercise activity or sport yeah the thing is obviously people who do power related sports probably aren't too interested in it because ultimately vo2 doesn't really have a huge impact on your power no it'll have some a slight impact in your workload capacity things like that but i think it's probably a bit more i'd say applicable to aerobic versus anaerobic but it will help. It will help with it power stuff because, like yeah. you said, it, it will allow your capacity, your training capacity, to increase, which then means you can get more of that training done before you have to perform, mm. i.e., competition. You become more efficient, basically, yeah, in, in not just in output, but also about utilization of, resu- of your body's resources. Because you, know? you think even bodybuilders, like if you're getting really out of breath at the end of a set, yeah, you might actually, you know, well, it's like when we speak about squatting and stuff. Is did obviously you're training your quads that say you so you do a squat variation did your breathing fail or did your quads fail if your breathing is failed therefore the exercise is less effective for the quads mm, but that's did a your limiting bre- factor yeah a limiting factor but if you yeah. can actually work on your ability to actually utilize oxygen and your i guess aerobic capabilities does that not reduce how much of a limiting factor oxygen could be when performing a multi-joint mm. movement that might require a lot of oxygen and breathing with all that said do you care about your fitness or vo2 yeah, of course i don't i care about my numbers on the sheet and my calories and my body weight and my trend i'm not taking trend to claim <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not allowed do you, ever do you think do you think you will eventually care about it i think as i get older i probably will i think i'm still in that that phase where because i'm in my 20s i'm like i can do anything and not worry about yeah, it but as fair. i as i progressively get older i'm starting to be like oh things i didn't care about i need to mm. care about. like for example warming up i need to take a lot more time warming up 10 years ago I jump straight into 100 kilos on the bench press. Yeah, no yeah, stress. Yeah. And now I do that now. I'm like, yeah, I've torn my pack. So <laughs> a, as I like, oh, my arm's falling off again. <laughs> oh, not again. Oh, mum, help me, please. It's like progressively as I get older, your body does start warning you or letting you know mm. that chill out a bit. I so definitely noticed my, yeah, that. Yeah, like my joints aren't what they used to be, things like that. As we know, I'm 39 now. I didn't say it. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, I don't feel like I'm old. I think I'm still... I you think, should. I'm fitter now than I ever was in my 20s so therefore I have I don't feel my age because ultimately I'm I'm a better athlete than I ever have been and you've got good hairline still and I've, yeah it's br- not too well the key is obviously having your hair forwards instead of putting Pull it backwards back. what does it look like I've got a little bit of receding oh barely that's that's but, nothing um, that's it pretty it hasn't really changed in the last five to no, seven no you've got a good hairline I respect it so I think, Sorry, you've got glorious hairline yeah Michael's doing alright to be but he's still young so he's um, he's what are you 30 well, more than him you're in your 30s yeah how old are you? 30-something. 33. Yeah, yeah. So we're all kind of bridging the gap between each other, basically. There yeah, you you're welcome. I'm, I'm the youngster here. Yeah, you are very much the the reckless one with gay abandon. That's certainly certainly mm. the case. The one who doesn't need to worry about their VO2 max until I hit 30 next year and suddenly I'm like, I can't breathe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but Help me, please. that was the thing that kind of made me think about talking about it today and how it does apply to everyone because ultimately how you 
are in your later life really is impacted by how you are now because it because the way vo2 max works and fitness in general works if you want to be able to walk upstairs in your 80s and or do even do sport in your 80s like yeah. you'll have some people have clients like pt clients that are in their 70s even like nearer to 80 and they're still smashing it and that's usually because they've been active their whole lives mm. whereas if you suddenly decide to get fit in your 50s or 60s your max your potential is nowhere near what it would be if you started in your th- 30s you know, 20s, 30s, or no, 40s. No, definitely. There's something to be said about building a strong base, like thinking ahead, like a like an investment, really. I just a feel health investment. I I just feel like my message today is don't leave it too late to try and basically secure the rest of your life because ultimately, if you look at anyone who prioritizes fitness, there, the statistics don't lie about how long they live and the heart failure statistics, all that sort of stuff, health mm-hmm. problems. You know, at the end of the day, being fit does prolong your existence. I don't know if Harry even cares about prolonging his existence. That's <laughs> probably not doing. He's <laughs> winging it now. But, for a good um, time, not a yeah, long so time. I don't know. I just, <laughs> emphasis on not a long it's time. It's just a bit of a bigger, a bigger <coughs> overlook at fitness in general, really. And I feel like I, I've even noticed a lot of, lot of bodybuilders that I've been following for years have suddenly now they've retired from bodybuilding. They're really keen on running. Yeah, like people yeah. like so Mark Bell only talks about running now instead of powerlifting. Um, in Valier, he's a bodybuilder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's now he's now purpose in life. Now he's retired. He really wants to become a runner and see what he can do in that. I also question this is again based on no evidence whatsoever, just a theory. How many of them have spent many years blasting anabolics, oh God, like yeah. battering their internal? So they're desperately trying to reverse things. So they're just trying to at least prolong their life to the point where they're like, if I carry on this way, I'm probably going to die in the next X number of years. Let me just try and damage control it. See right, if yeah. I can just give myself a bit smooth longer. out. I don't, I don't know. I'm I'm just assuming, but I don't think being fitter is never a bad thing when it comes to longevity. Mm. No. Blast the anabolics, very bad for longevity. You're not going to be here for a long time. but Or you might not be here for a long time. But if you can at least, whatever decisions you've made in your past, whatever decisions you've made in your life, it's not too late to do something about it. Yes, I agree with that. <coughs> I think the funny thing is people always say to me, have you not lost loads of muscle since you've got into it? And I'm like, oh, no, that's such a, I haven't. That's such a bullshit idea. That oh, if you cardio, you're going to lose muscle. Muscle loss is essentially going to be determined by, essentially, are you still resistance training and trying to progressively overload? If you, the answer is yes, you're doing pretty well. Mm. If the answer is no, no wonder you're losing muscle. You lost muscle not because you started doing cardio. You lost muscle because you stopped going to the gym. And then also, are you eating enough? You're expending more calories, therefore your maintenance is now going to be higher due to the expenditure. Do you not need to eat more? It's literally just still go to the gym and lift heavy, eat more food, run all you want. Well, your body will get... You'll lose the muscle because it's the the body's like we don't really need this level of yeah. Your body needs ability. fat to survive. It doesn't need the loads of muscle. No, that's, that's just so, that's just it's a very, I think a very, I guess hungry or f- fuel thirsty tissue that your body's mm. rather like actually fats a well, lot. Metabolically, yeah, it's yeah. very very thirsty. I think it's like something like a kilo of fat, a kilo of muscle burns like an extra, like a, or a pound of muscle burns like an extra like eleven calories or something mm. or something like. But fats four calories or something like that. It's some some grammage. It's like well, fat is much more fuel efficient. Yeah, yeah. Calories, so I'm just been off the muscle. More. I tell you what, though, I was looking at some of the other skinny runners that I was running alongside, thinking you're making this look so easy because you haven't got to carry all that extra muscle. Yeah, a lot less weight. There is that. Yeah, <coughs> I mean, I, I started looking at my VO2 max a little bit more because same as you, I'm just like, well, I kind of want to create a bit of a better baseline. Plus, the I mean, gym's boring. 
yeah i was starting to get a little bit bored of it and i, I do like you i did want a, a new challenge and fuck me it's challenging it's also good to get your head quite like back yeah in the day. no i'm finding it yeah, yeah. Back I, in the day, I used to be a cross-country runner the one of the biggest mm. things i've gained from running is the mental aspect of it just being able to basically at any time of the day when i can fit it in go out go for a run and it it clears your mind i don't know i feel like it's given me a bit of something that i don't know i don't know why it helps i don't, I don't know if you understand it better than i do but for some reason just going out there and li- like th- i guess lifting weights has a similar effect for me i suppose if i get into a good flow state when lifting weights yes it's very therapeutic like a lot of the ideas for barbell lounge and any of the other things i've done have been during sets like i'll put the weights down and an idea will just mm-hmm. pop into my head but I am starting to find now, at the moment, I'm at such an early point in my running, like I'm focusing so much on my running that that is all that's in my head. So mm. in a way, that's helping because I've good. got a very busy brain at the moment. So that that's really good. Have you got any goals in mind for your running? Yes. I've spoken to my coach about it a little bit and I've said to her that I, I would really like to get to the point where I could run a couple of kilometers without really, you know, just breezing it and then just picking up that pace a little bit i have no interest really in running very far 10k that might even be a little bit too far for me 5k you do yeah 5k 5K run on a saturday yeah and then just get to the point where i could run that quite quickly i like a warm-up yeah just like just come come out of it and just be like cool that was a nice workout rather than a Mm. performance like i don't want to take my running to the level that you are but i definitely would like to get to the point where it's like should we go do a run today it's like yeah go on then but i feel like if it's not that long, going to do a run today will only take you 20 minutes. Yeah, but I, I only want it to take up that much of my day because I, I would want it to just be something that I would do to get out of the house. The same as I like to go for a walk in between work blocks. I'll go out for some steps because like, I need to get my head clear. So it's like, oh, actually, I could throw my trainers on and go for a run and then come back and be like, right, shower, back into work again. I think it's also one of those things of when you've got very limited time, let's say you're on a lunch break, if you want to go work out, you have to. You got to drive to the gym. That's mm. 10, 15 minutes. You got fifteen minutes back. You are only got half an hour to train. Run. It's like I just walk out the front door, it and then is, good yeah. to go. Which is yeah, basically what I've been doing. <coughs> when I've been at home, but I also my other goal is just to basically crutch my other fitness goals because you can increase your VO two max by increasing your muscle mass. Mm. So there obviously is some kind of synergy there. So I'm like, well, if I increase my and you can increase your VO two max very quickly. Um, do you know what yours is? Uh, According to my Garmin, obviously I've not been tested yeah. the uh, official science way, but the Garmin's fairly accurate with it. Mine's 55. Oh, nice. Which means that I'm basically elite yeah, yeah. for my age. Superior. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. superior, so I'm quite happy about that. I have no idea what mine would be, but I would like to go do the actual test. Yeah, I would as well. We can go do that. Go perform if you want. We can film it. That'd be cool. Oh, um, of course you've got that guy there, don't you? Yeah, yeah. they do all that testing there. So if we, if we wanted to do that at some point, the three of us could all do it. I've done it before. Yeah. The actual science testing of it. What was your number? I can't remember. God, when was this? This was because well, I think this my, must be about ten years ago. I I my coach, was. my coach, she says on her watch, she's like fifty nine or something. Wow. Yeah, I can't That's remember so what mine was. I, I can't remember why I did. I went to some like performance place. It must be like ten years ago, and I was battered. Honestly, I died. It's like ten fifteen minutes, isn't it? And then they <coughs> increase it gradually, and then it yeah. obviously measures the amount of oxygen that you. The ultimately, the way VO two also works, where it's measured, is based on your age as well. So obviously, the younger you are, the higher it should be. Right. Yeah. And as you get older, therefore, you can still be superior, but obviously, the number gets lower. Yes. Well, they they sense. alter the the target range Correct, based on yeah. the, the kind of changing variable yeah. of age. Yeah. How old is your coach? 21 yeah so there you go someone 21. who's 21 should have an incredibly yeah, yeah. high and she runs at national level that's and amazing. county level 
That's so cool. So, yeah. I, d- I mean, I thought about maybe doing like a cross-country thing because I think that would be quite fun. I, I, want to, I, I want you to do the London 10K next year. I mean, this It's in I July. Mean, you've got loads of time. Fine. There we go. I'll go with Sorted. you. We'll you can't come and do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I my comp's in July. My show's in July. Oh, they, this comp. <laughs> yeah, yeah, show. The comp, your comp's been like every <laughs> month for the last four yeah, years. Yeah. I think it's, I'll tell you when it is. I want to say it's the first weekend of July. Can first we come and film some content if I bring Max? Well, I'll, come, I'll film it. Oh, well, there you go. Well, I didn't. I wanted you to have a day off for a change. <laughs> uh, let's see how I'm looking first, because I had a dream last night that. I, oh god, no! I had a dream last night. I stepped on stage. And I looked like I was like 15 weeks out. I was like, oh, I failed myself. <laughs> anyway, back to the Krispy Kremes. <laughs> yeah. I actually also had a dream about the 20 minute gym as well. Oh, did you? Yeah, I had a dream about that two nights ago. You know, you said oh, it's a Cybex chest press. In my dream, it was not. In no. my dream, it was just a. No seat. It was just a random bench, and then just like just a. Have you seen the variation. kit that works on hydraulics? You literally just turn a dial, and it just changes oh, the yeah, compression yeah. of like a, a thing, and I it's all on hydraulics. Yeah, I feel like the resistance profile would feel really un- yeah. like unfamiliar. <laughs> It'll be yeah, a bit like yeah, yeah. You know when you get on, get on a cable machine and it just isn't smooth. It feels like that resistance is horrible. Literally today, I've had slough, and I was the upstairs. They've got a wide cable machine downstairs and a narrow one upstairs. So I was upstairs because I need to do some small side raises. And, and I was doing push downs. So I was like, I'll go to the far end of the stack. It's previously been broken. They fixed it. Thank God. And then I put it on the normal weight. And I tried to move. I was like, oh my God. I was like, why am I so much weaker? I literally, I couldn't move. I was like, oh my God. I'm embarrassing. I was like, I literally, I was like, this is normally the way I do. Oh, what is going on? I'm, I was like, I'm looking around. People looking at me. I'm like, fuck. I was like, I'm really weak, aren't I? Sounds like something's going on. I moved it to half the weight. And I was like, and this was a struggle. Then it felt really jittery. And I was like, oh, you've screwed the cable tension. So one side feels fantastic. The other side is at least twice as... Just what you need when you're doing like pet flies. Yeah, literally. I was like, like, well, now I can't do my cable lateral raises because I'm not going to go to the dumbbell because otherwise I'd be like one juiced up side. And the other one's just like... If you notice that some of like the the actual tricep push down on Mm. some of the stacks, like the way the cams work and the way the... You put it on like seven kilos and you're like... It doesn't move, and you're like, there's too many levers. Like, yeah, yeah. Too many different. But then other ones, you put it on the stack. You're like, you're blessed. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's falling over as you push down. I'll on say it. Th- those crazy old machines with the weird rubber cable on them. They had a big flat cable on it. They were quite nice movement. Which one are you on about? The ca- all the cable machines. Oh, all the actual pin loading machines in the other room. Yeah. In the cl- yeah, they were good. They were really good. Like a bit. I've never seen that make anywhere else. No, it was a German brand. I yeah, think. it was a random German brand. But instead of like a cable, it was a it was a rubber band, rubber. St- like oh, Cybex right. do Cybex have a yeah, similar yeah. thing. It's like um like a belt. Yeah, a belt. Um, belt, belt. System. Cybex yeah, yeah, yeah. use a similar thing, and it, they were really good. It just felt so like um one for one consistent. Yeah, yeah it was really smooth. good. And the the resistance profile was really consistent. Mm. There was no massive drop offs. Yeah, I was like the only thing that was annoying is that a lot of the actual like mechanics of the machine were a bit crap like the chest press was diverging things like that. It's kind mm. of uh, if it was converging, it, it would have been a really good tr- chest press. But one can dream. There you go. Anyway, um, do we feel like we need to add anything more about VO2 max? Do we need to go into any more detail? Is there anything that you can think about that to talk about how it would affect people or basically be healthier? Yeah, and don't write it off. Yeah, so I quickly. Mean, don't don't ignore it either. Yeah, like I don't know. I, I just don't feel like doesn't matter what age you are. I think maybe if I'd paid more attention to a bit of fitness, even when I was in like full blown competing and bodybuilding, because like I don't know. I think it. The fitter you are, the better, more capable you are of doing everything else. You can never be too fit for something. No, and I feel like people think it's kind of like um, 
a sign of weakness to to do to do cardio as a bodybuilder or it, powerlifter. It's just from years, I think, of just having such a segmented fitness industry. You had like the aerobics, cardio, then you just had the Arnold <laughs> lot, and now that obviously CrossFit kind of bridged that gap quite nicely, and you can see people now that can work out three workouts in a day, and they look pretty jacked. Yeah, they do take a lot of gear in CrossFit. <laughs> they do take a lot of Lucky gear them. Lucky them, well, yeah. And I'm um, switching sports. Um, I, saw, I saw one competitor, a female competitor that I've followed for years, and I hadn't I stopped following her, and I saw a picture of her the other day. She's fucking massive now. She must have yeah. looked oh, honestly. Got so big. A, lo- a lot of the gear they take is just to recover as well, because just the sheer amount of volume they do Scary. is ridiculous. Is, they, um, you start trying shit about women in, cross- on, uh, in CrossFit on gear. People in the comment section get wild. They did a video on it once, and they're like, oh, you're just jealous. I was like, she got a bigger jawline than me. No, look, it's fine. <laughs> no, I'm not. It, She's a- it was just one person <coughs> saying it. Everyone does. but I just, A lot of them do, let's be honest. I just a- any high-level sport, a lot of people are going to be enhanced. I saw one particular one, and she you could just see the progression over the years where she's just like just bloated out, and it's kind of crazy. Speaking of enhancement, I asked in the question box to oh, yeah, people yeah. to ask questions, and someone did bring up, I don't know if you know about the UFC. Yeah, they've uh, binned off their testing UFC, UFC, haven't they? Whatever it is. USADA or something. Yeah. Do, do tell more. Do tell me more. I don't really know a lot. I haven't really followed it, but someone made a joke about Conor, Mag- Conor McGregor wanted to come back. He looks like he's been hammering anabolics. What's your take on UFC suing? Um, Why are they suing? USADA. I think it's something to do with USADA put out. I haven't read so it. So USADA is the American Drug Testing Federation. There's, there's, there's a, yeah, there's, that's the American one. There's, there's WADA, WADA, which is, yeah. WADA, which is like, World Anti-Dope Agency. Yeah. Yeah. So USADA <coughs> basically, I think, put out a comment or it was like a, a statement. I don't know if it was about Conor. It was something to do with like, because... Obviously, he's a very controversial character, and I think there's there's obviously been some drug use there, and they were very much just. I think I haven't read the statement, but I can only imagine it was something to do with like we don't condone him coming back or something. So they were just like, "Well, fuck you guys. We're gonna go basically go to use a different testing kind mm-hmm. of agency." And yeah, they've just separated, and they're trying to now sue them for defamation and and things like that. So it's getting all pretty ugly. Well, Connell's such a big money grabber for the UFC. Well, he was poster boy. Much, yeah, and also in. I think from like political standings, it's not really a drug testing agency's place to say we don't condone this person coming back. Mm. That person, first of all, I don't believe he's actually ever failed a drug test. But second of all, that then looks like there's political or personal involvement from the agency to the organization and the individual, which means there is potentially some bias there. So if you start saying we don't condone Connor coming back, someone who, as far as I'm aware, has not failed a drug test, whether he's obviously on anabolics or not, who knows, they shouldn't really give their political or personal input on that matter when they are simply there a third party organization that just tests samples for drug drugs essentially yeah yeah <laughs> basically uh i think it'll be a fucking shit show just basically let them all just hammer loads of gear i mean i think what's going to happen is you're just going to see you athletes just push it underground surely well i think i think you're going to see people getting big again i mean i don't Look i at, don't follow ufc at all you get not, your brock lesnar's back yeah brock, when brock lesnar and Al, uh, alistair overeem were on the uh the cards i think alistair overeem battered him in two minutes or something boot him in the liver and he was gone and they were two monsters like i mean overeem was a mutant and then he got popped for gear yeah. Um, came back, still looked pretty massive, and then lost all his fights after that, and then disappeared. 
I was like, mm. get old Kimbo Slice going. <coughs> He's dead, isn't he? Is he? I think he died. Fucking I think Kimbo died. I think he might have done. Yeah. yeah. Is that the whole like backyard? He's the guy who box people in the garden. And it, I just remember Kimbo's watching. Like, yeah, yeah. I remember just watching a really grainy video in the back of a, like a I just decks people a house that was just muddy grass, and it was like that's right. Kimbo. Yeah, we're just yeah. Wooden smash. fencing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've seen all those videos. He said, encouraged me to get involved. Back in the day, obviously, I didn't actually. This is one of my MMA days. I wasn't punching people oh in my God, garden. I forgot you had MMA days. Yeah, we're going back. MMM days. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm making the comeback. I think I'm going to... Get back in the octagon. I'm either... I'm tempted to, in just a couple of days a week, on my rest days, either go back to MMA or go take up boxing. Oh, God. That'd be interesting. I just want to... like. I also want to compete in the old bodybuilding, but I want to compete in the old fighting as well, because well, I used to really what, enjoy fighting. Do you know what that means? VO2 max left yeah, to go I know. You have to get fit. <laughs> but I, I spoke to my friend about it. They're like, oh, you should do it for fun. I was like, if I'm going to go back into fighting, I'm going to do it competitively. I'm not going to just like. Yeah, but you'll have to get actually fit. You have to be really fit. Yeah, chance I'll come running. Yeah, don't worry. He actually will have to come running. Yeah, or the rower. Batter. The rower is another way yeah, to yeah. increase your VO2 max. Like it's, but obviously, the best way to get fit for the sport is to do the sport. So. I just, I just become a Deontay Wilder sort of thing. Just one massive hook, like punch. And that's all. You I just got do. one, f- one throw in you. Yeah. If I lose that, I just as a do bad boy. Yeah. Just do what you need to do. I will call it here. I just piss on them. Well, you could use the AI thing <laughs> I showed you. Oh yeah, could do. Yeah, what uh, is that? So essentially, they've got this thing. Oh, I can't remember what it was actually called. Now it was like punch or something i can't remember exactly what it was no no that's something else but essentially they use ai to track something like head position torso position hand position leg position and then i've actually watched another video which i didn't send you and as they were throwing the punches basically alongside each fighter was just like right hand jab right hand jab and it was like aggregating all the data all the little little nuances so even the little like movements it was like aggregating it all so you could probably like it can tell you the next their next move. Yeah, so it gets to the point where then AI could start to predict and be like, well, when they puts together these sequence of events, this tends to be the outcome. So it might be like, maybe he shuffles his back foot back twice and then throws a big left hook. Or, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we like you see him drop the shoulder. That means that he's going to do a right hand or something like. That. If he goes left, right, then so he's going to do two left. So the nuances shots. and like, I guess it would be like <clears throat> the nuances that uh, an old coach can look at and just get what's going on and just tell you like, oh, this is how he does it. Now they can actually aggregate the data, data points, put it AI all together. Is mess everything up. Well, I was like, the reason why I brought it up was because, like, you're seeing such a in football at the moment, like with the XG stuff and like goals expected and all that kind of stuff. There's so much stats available and now it's getting to the point where like the betting industry is really picking up on that and you can place a bet now on like anything. Yeah. And all yeah. sports soon are going to have a point where it's just like everyone's just going to be obsessed with like there's going to be a guy that specializes in like missed punches or something in a round or like cuz the AI are better do that. It'd be like, you know, throws missed you know, and things in like yeah. judo or something. So it's just going to get to a point where just the betting industry is you're going to have a bet on everything. But mm. how many times is he, is he going to blink in the first round? Like 100 pounds on 200 the blinks or something. The stuff that people something. bet on can be a bit wild though in general. Yeah, I, I bet it. Well, I, made a, I made a bet once. It was a... Uh, <laughs> I hate this because I know some people listening to this have actually fallen victim to it. It's back in the day. Someone in EastEnders died and then there was this big better like bet Which week? of <laughs> like oh, who did it and then everyone's like oh yeah i know i know the person i know somebody who works for the for bbc or oh, what ITV. when phil mitchell got shot and it's like who was it and everyone's like oh, it's ben it's ben mitchell ben did it i swear i i know the guy i know someone and everyone's like oh, my friend harry big bull big bull harry you lied to me about this the asshole he told me you knew someone that that knew the guy and you told me it's ben i put 20 quid on that guess what happened 
lost 20 quid. There you go. Never forgive never him. Of for all that. things to put a bet on. Yeah, no, livid. I, I, I gambled once. I went to a slot machine, put yeah. £2 on there, won 20 quid. I was like, wow. Uh, and I was like, I'm addicted. They put 20 quid on, lost all. That's <laughs> so they get you. Yeah, no, I just left it there. I, as, um, <laughs> as a like, child slash teenager was... Not addicted, but we'd go on ho- on holiday to uh, caravan sites and what have you, and they'd have like arcades Which and so on. Bare knuckle fighting in the caravan park. Yeah, that's I me, like yeah. that. <laughs> and um, but I would just go to the arcades and have a fiver, and I knew exactly how to play every yeah, single yeah. arcade machine. That does not surprise me. Yeah, of course you did. And to the point where, to the point where you'd put your coin in and you'd listen out for how it dropped as to whether it was dropping into the reserve pot in the back of the machine, because when you hear it go all the way down into the reserve pot, it means that the payout pot is now full. How did no one diagnose him with ADHD back then? <laughs> Please, someone tell me. I what? That's a thing. That's a thing. Well, it used to be. I don't know if it still is, but ultimately, yeah. If you put in in fruit machines in pubs, when you put your pound coin in or whatever you put in, if you listen to it and you hear it hit a big pot like a, a thud at the back of the machine, that is essentially the reserve. The reserve where obviously they they take all their profit out of it at the end of the day. If the coin is hitting that. It means that the payout pot, the jackpot pot is now full. Ah. See, I didn't grow up in pubs. Like, I don't know yeah, how to play darts. Not. I can't play sneaker or pool. I can't do any of that because I, I didn't grow up going to go. pubs. But also those machines have certain rules. Like obviously if certain things come up X amount of times and you get holds three times in a row, if you hit the third time around, it will definitely come in. There's certain rules of, of fruit machines that I so, learned as a, as a child. So that's like when you're watching the old time with their pint, they look half asleep and they just tap, 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 tap. They just know what they're doing because they just done. I used to make, I used to do all right out of um, arcade machines, definitely. I used to do quite well. I used to sell sweets at school. That's all I did. Yeah, I used made to Made a lot of money. Yeah. Made like 50 quid in just a week once. people were so lazy they didn't want to queue up at the tuck shop. 100%. So, so I thought this was the entre- entrepreneur. Like Anna Sh- Lord Sugar over it. I used literally to, Lord Sugar selling literally, sweets. I used to go on this <laughs> website and it, I used to order like... Um, oh, wow. Like those refresher bars. Yeah, yeah. You buy them for 10p a bar. So I buy like 10 quid's worth. I sell them for a pound each. And what? people would buy loads. A pound for a bar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One bar. Because sweets weren't allowed at school. So oh. that was like gold dust. Okay. And obviously, if you, yeah. got, you get caught, you, you get suspended. prison. Yeah, literally. Like if, prison you got, system. if you got uh, caught, you get suspended. But I made 50 quid in a week doing that. My Good man. My secondary school had a tuck shop that sold penny sweets and, and all that stuff. They got banned uh, or they got stopped after Jamie Oliver's big food Did thing. It? So when oh, I was in year yeah. seven and eight, yeah. we had the same thing. As soon as I hit year nine, no more. We would have the 20p mix, the 50p mix, or someone with loads of money would go and buy a pound mix, which is basically Oof. 100 penny sweets. God, diabetes for days, I love it. I used to just, well, it got to the point where my parents would just let me pack my own school lunch, so I used to stop having actual food, and we'd just go, and we had this huge drawer at home that was always filled with Jaffa cakes, tea everything. Club bars. It was like this. Penguins. And my mum would spend, no joke, probably about 100, 200 pound a week on just shit Fuck food. Off. Why are they Dream. doing this to you? They so no, because the big. thing is, no the thing is, I used, I used to just take my lunchbox, <laughs> cram it all in, oh and then just goodness. go to school and sell it. This guy. And then That's my mum would be like, well, you guys are ploughing through this food. And I was like, yeah. Anyway, very hungry, hungry go, boy. I, I was lucky if I came home and I'd lucky if I was came home and there was a malt loaf. <laughs> I've never had malt loaf in my life. Malt loaf, that's a bit yeah, dead. Malt loaf that's a bit. That sounds a bit dead. It's good shit. It's like saurine, as it's known in the supermarket. That's an age thing. Yeah. Oh no, I don't like it. Yeah, that doesn't sound. You're too young to like it. That's why. I didn't used to mind it. To be fair, I bet you didn't. No. Yeah. You also sit there slurping on pickles when you're in Amsterdam. <laughs> That's not a euphemism. That was getting the, the job done, mate. Getting what's the job one? Done. What's one food that you used to eat loads of as a kid, but looking back on it now, you'd be like, "Oh no, thank you." Is something right. brewing here. 
So, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this because I care about you all. Long story short, I used to love crumpets. Used oh, there's f- nothing wrong with that. Oh, that's what you thought. A crumpet's what, a lovely thing. You think the story ends there. Oh, the plot thickens. No. You're going to put me off crumpets now. No, no, no. So I used to love crumpets. I used to just hammer them. Just yum, yum, yum. Bit, bit of flora on there. Love that. Love a bit of flora. Uh, flora is margarine for anyone who needs to know. Which awesome. actually is bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, so of all the things I put in my body, that's probably the least <laughs> of my concerns. I, um, so I was going to bit of flora on there. Then one day, once upon a time, 15 years old, my friend says, look, Harry, I've got some some things. Do you want to smoke them? I'm like, yeah, go on then. Uh, anyway, long story short, I smoked crack and I got very sick. I got, when I say very sick, I mean horrendously ill. As yeah. in, as in, well, crack could do that to you. Yeah, it did. It did do that to yeah. me. Actually, hasn't got a great track record. No, it doesn't do well. <laughs> uh, so I smoked the old crack, and um, I didn't ask what it was. I just found out what it was after yeah. I got very ill. And then the last thing I had before going to bed um, that night, when I was under the influence, we'll crumpet. say, was a crumpet. And then yeah. I remember for six days I was just vomiting, just like black. I lost so much weight. I was fifteen years old. Didn't have a lot of weight to lose. I weighed up to like, pff, I must have been. I think. So Seven and a half, eight stone, maybe eight and a half. I was, oh, I was not, I was not heavy boy. And uh, yeah, the last thing I ate before that ordeal was a uh, crumpet. And uh, now I can't look at crumpets because they make me sick. I'm like that with pork a little bit. Like I got food poisoning once. Oh, that's bad. Pork. Food poisoning for pork's pretty nasty. Yeah, isn't it? and I was now. I just when I I try. I mean, I can eat like the odd sausage and a bit of bacon, but I can't eat a lot of it without my body being a bit like. Remember what happened last time? I also a bit overrated. Oh really? Yeah. Well, I think I'm sure we've shared these stories before but one night after getting really drunk i thought the best way to avoid a hangover was to drink two liters of coconut water. i mean hydration for the win but also over hydration not for the win basically no. too much in the stomach too slushy basically slushy. Th- yeah threw it up immediately threw it up immediately <laughs> and then back in the glass and then back two girls one cup i remember the first time i saw that video in year eight Made me very sick. No, I saw something today, kind one of loosely based one on man, that. No, 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 no. That is awesome. No, that went around my school when we had Bluetooth on the old phones, and that back then you'd just get so and so trying to send you a video. Except, oh, yeah, what's this? Then it would autoplay with full volume, yeah, yeah, and you'd get absolutely done dirty because yeah, it would yeah. either be some woman having an orgasm oh, or never, just some never horrible seen that before. fucking. I thought it was a myth. I can let you know about that, mate. <laughs> And so, and then, or it'd be some guy making a horrible sound or something. Going anyway. So I saw AI of like someone through AI's created like Pixar movie posters, That's a bit funny. putting in things that are like there's one of like Hitler and there's there's two girls, one cup. So it's like these innocent two looking like almost childlike people. Oh, that's grim. Now we're getting a bit upset. You no, know, it's, it's nothing disgusting. It's just a face and a cup. It's two. It's a picture that. It, it it's triggers the title. A memory. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's just two people with a cup, but the fact yeah. that someone's typed that right. into AI, it's just like I saw. I saw that's um, disgusting. I saw a video <laughs> on TikTok, and it's like a really dramatic, like I guess, like scene. And it's just a jar on the floor, and it's dramatic music. And then the light turns on, and it just pans up, and a man just standing over it, and then it just stops. Directed by Michael Bay, and then the capture was something like twenty years on, and it's at man jar number two. I was just how I wish I sent it to the chat. You don't understand this. No. You missed out the young the good times. Evidently. I was busy. <laughs> Probably doing something better than what we were doing. Yeah, I don't Definitely. Know. How did it go on to this? This was basically foods that you ate as a child that yeah. probably should I think I ate too much bread. Because I always thought bread was good for you. Or bread and bangs. Yeah, bread bangs, but then ultimately you, one day you get to an age where you realise suddenly that bread makes you fat. It's like what? 
Does, well, does bread make you fat? Does too much of anything <laughs> to reduce calorie intake make you fat? I think I bread is very Moorish, so it's very oh, easy to overconsume bread. It was bread. just it was just basically the fact that I was thinking me eating loads of toast was just never going to do me any damage whatsoever. Just loads of toast. My friend Kirsty, who I'm going to, one of the people when me in Belfast, her and her husband, uh, she, I was like, what did you have for dinner the other day? She, literally, she got half a loaf of bread. That's it. Dinner. I mean, I could get on board with that. And I was like, where's your protein? She was like, bread. I'm when, like, yeah, right, don't worry about that. That's not really a complete protein yeah, source. Yeah, I was like, don't worry about it. What do you have with the bread? Bread. More bread. When I was in Amsterdam, I found this really amazing pizza place next to my hotel. You've lost me. So, do you not like pizza? It's just so dead, oh. mate. We've, I tolerate, done, we've, we've talked about this. Tomato base, crap. Barbecue base, tolerated, but still overrated. Jesus. Basically, uh, the long and the short of it is I ate three pizzas from that place in the space of about 12 hours. Nice. I had one before the race and then two after the you race. You had a pizza before the marathon? Yeah, you need to how carb not, up. Yeah, but how do you not shit your pants? Well, obviously, I went to the not toilet Not all in the food. Did you... How did you... Good question. Did you wee during the marathon? No. You didn't wee once? I weed before the marathon. You didn't wee once? No. Before the marathon? Poo? No, because ultimately, oh. one, oh. once your body starts needing the fluids, like, oh. it's not going to... The, 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 the fluids that you drink aren't getting to your bl- <laughs> really getting to your bladder oh. at that point. Did anyone... What did, did you see? What, what, if you, you did need see, a wee, what did, would you do? They have toilets on the course. That's a bit but I did see various men and women bolt off to the bushes during yeah. the race. That was probably for a poo. Mm, a well, nature poo. Who what? knows? Do they not carry toilet paper with them? No, but <laughs> like I said, there are there are cubicles around the course at different stages for how, that reason. What's the distance between cubicles? Oh, how long would like, I have to? Like five k. Oh, I can't hold it that long. Yeah, but you ultimately you know if you're going to need to go. <laughs> no, I love so, how you sometimes. determine how long you could hold something based on distance. No, no, sometimes, sometimes <laughs> when things. when it when it's go time, I think I probably IBS. Sometimes when I need it, I've got yeah, seconds, got minutes. I think the fact that you've obviously <laughs> if you've trained for this marathon you, or any running event, you know roughly when you need the toilet and when you need to evacuate. It's funny. And he went in a field. I was going to say, could have so fooled fine. me because I've heard a story of you not that long ago <laughs> where you didn't actually train for this and you pooed in a farmer's field. So. So actually, point proving you're wrong. Well, that's on the basis of the fact that I basically rushed out the door that morning and didn't follow my usual routine. Mm, so that's that my, o- that my own my own failings, which I accept. Which he learned from because he didn't actually do a poo in this one. No, I was do it in again. fairness. Yeah, so <laughs> do the, it again. Do it again. Yeah, Prove night, it. it's not a fluke. <laughs> to make it true. The day before and the morning of the race, I was just consuming carbs. I didn't have any any protein. Well, I had some protein, obviously, on the pizza, but. Like, the priority for me was just carbs Yeah, you can't only. get that energy going. Yeah, so it's as simple as possible. Like, the morning I had, like, a one of those ginger turmeric shots, and I had a... Electrolytes? Uh, yeah, I had... Well, I obviously had my pickle juice before the race as well, which has added electrolytes in it. And... Um, makes me sick. I had, like, an energy breakfast bar type thing. I didn't want to have too much, because ultimately I've carved up the day before, and there's only so much your body can do in that The time. day before seems to be, from what I'm starting to learn more is, is that's yeah. what i always heard is the day before yeah built carb up and then you obviously try it's to like anything for the next day. like even powerlifting i imagine <coughs> the day before is vital as to what food you take on for the strength the next day i'm getting a good night's sleep Mike, fucking yes. around might see first like i guess coach external obviously myself in this regard but mike's the first coach i ever met that actually put a lot of importance on day before nutrition mm. and preparations for powerlifting so i remember when i can't remember who you're coaching this is when i early on when we first became friends i remember you and i had a conversation about it and someone's due to compete on that weekend and we were chatting i think it was jess i think you're probably right and yeah. then you talk about what you're gonna do beforehand and i was, I was thinking i was like 
this is interesting because you never really thought about it it's more the fact i've never actually seen another coach actually care enough about the day before really? they're always just like on the day we'll do this but mike's the first person i ever met that oh actually said God. day right. before we'll do this and then on the day we'll do this especially in powerlifting because i mean you've been to enough powerlifting competitions you can, can probably imagine what they're like it's Boring. lots of monster energy drinks lots of sweets and just shit and shit people's, performance people's, yeah because everyone's doing this with their energy all day whereas i thought about like i've done a lot of like quite advanced nutrition stuff and i was just like yeah. well day before here's your set menu guys so it's like lots of white rice and lots of easy digestible yeah, meats, red meats and things like that. If you can tolerate it, fine. And then on the day, I mean, with Jess, when she did when she did Wells and she won, like we had an A5 piece of paper that she times of like, this is when your flight is. This is when your last lift will probably mm. be. This is when you need to eat this meal. And then you have this bottle which has this in and then this bottle that has that in. Yeah. And I did that all day. And like she just stayed like flat did all day you- in a good way, like energy wise did you kind of prioritize mainly carbs on the actual day itself yeah it was like trying to get whole Simple foods, carbs, electrolytes things like whole that. foods where possible because obviously you've got you've got high performance so you've got a bit of nerves so it's hard to digest food sometimes if you're nervous and you're just high mm. amped up it's not always easy to eat but it's like i'd literally just hand her like the bowl of things i prepared and like just try and eat this you can have some sweets and some stuff just to kind of get you back up again, but you do have your maltodextrin and your protein shake there. So I'd rather you prioritize that because that will absorb much faster. Get that in. If you want a couple of sweets, fine, but like don't drink caffeine all day. That's one thing, yeah. I see so many people before each like lift of like squat bench and deadlift, they're like, yeah, pre-workout now, pre-workout now. It's like, that's great for the first attempt. Yeah. You're going to feel like shit. Then you get to the deadlift the and crushing. you're all shit. Yeah. The one thing you'll notice with powerlifting, a lot of the younger people especially, is hammering pre-workout, like I said, caffeine, and then it all goes to pan when they go to the final uh, deadlifts. And then the other thing you'll notice is that everyone opens too heavy. Yeah. Uh, someone do an open up like, that's your third attempt. And then the thing you've got to remember, and I like to tell this to people, no one cares how much you open with. People only care how much you finish with. Yeah. So literally, I, if I was going to open now, if I was going to bench, let's say, 220, I'd probably open on like... Pff- 180 like heaviest like something that i do that for reps and reps and reps yeah, I, yeah. in my sleep i could do it for reps it's like because now i'm on the board my second attempt now i push it let's go two let's go two, 200 210 then third attempt's like let's just beans i've got a good number it depends obviously are you competitive or are you just trying to get a number if you're yeah, really trying to push like, doing, if, yeah, if you're you trying win, to play, you yeah, if you're trying podium. to play, play for the yeah. win it's kind of a fight then you have to be a bit more strategic like let's let's be a bit conservative here and save it here but if you're just fucking beans it go for it but no one cares how much you open with i'd open with a probably like a five to eight rep max just to just yeah. get something on the board but to answer your question yes carbs but yeah. you yeah. you're a bit of fats and protein because you want to slow, slow down, down a, yeah. a little bit especially if they're eating and their their flight is the second flight of the day let's say so it's the first flight squat. when you say flight you mean it so like group they have to group they them up them group a group b yeah. Yeah. Not, not a plane flight as well yeah, yeah. could do because uh um yes yeah, so if you're like the second flight for example there's two flights sometimes it's three flights mm. so you can imagine I mean, I was at one comp with a girl, I think women's junior, 52 kilos, which aren't many lifters, so they tend to group those categories together. She was pulling her deadlift at like 7 p.m. on a Sunday. One of the American, uh, I think the USAPA Nationals a few years ago, they started deadlifting at 1 a.m. because it just overran so much. Yeah, and that's just poor, pl- that's just poor planning. Like that, that, that can be that avoided. Bodybuilding shows yeah, as well. I can imagine. It's just, it's just poor planning. Someone's shit the bed like massive on that. Because that shouldn't happen. Yeah. They should know how many athletes they got in the day. They should better make some. They just, someone's just got to make a decision and just understand. Like, okay, if we have to change things on the fly, it'll upset someone. But 
it gets the event done faster and obviously mm. the spectators at that point everyone's like it's going to get more people doing the sport if they're better organised like I've been to bodybuilding shows that have run till like midnight and stuff so this is this yeah. is ridiculous no one wants to be there till midnight it's not fun for anyone and, and imagine trying to stay like well, exactly. if, you, if you actually move I can't remember all the stages but if you move through to the point where you're actually going to go right to the end you have to come back out don't you and they always say yeah, the biggest yeah. categories for the end of the show as well so men's physique and bikini obviously the most popular ones at the time and they were always on and always last. It was just like so shit. And obviously, because um, my missus was obviously a, like doing British championships and finals and all, so she was at a good level. She was always on at the end. Yeah. So it's the world's longest day. You have to get there like super early to get tanned and all that sort of thing. And then you're just hanging around. It's like brutal. It's the same in powerlifting, like especially if you've got if you've got a 24 hour way and that's pretty good. But some some people, I mean, it's like a four hour way and they can do, isn't it? Or two hours. Like, on two the hours FPS, as well. Yeah. Which I think is actually wildly inappropriate. I get why they do it, but there's a lot of like, there's a lot of talk about it. Two hour weigh-ins where people do really aggressive water tarts, not just promote the injury. Oh, so just when you so, say about weigh-ins, you basically mean t- to make your t- body weight. They do the yeah. two hour weigh-in. What does that mean? So you weigh in two hours before you're meant to start. Right, and if you're um, not the right weight, then they so will let you. So or they put you up if you're too high that you're moving to the next category. If you've gone to great lengths to come in as light as possible, done an aggressive water cut, you do a two-hour weigh-in, you're not going to be able to re- replenish that quickly. I mean. oh and then so many people tear muscles because of, again, yeah, dehydration. Ha- yeah, dehydration. But then a lot of other federations, which actually they agree with, do 24-hour weigh-ins. We do it the day before. That makes so much more so sense. So again, there's the argument of, oh, you weigh in at 82 kilos, we actually compete at 85 you have the capacity to do that too. It's a level playing field. It's a level. Everyone yeah. can do that. Uh, You're just doing. If you do a proper water cut, a safe one, then yeah, you can easily take quite a few kilos off yeah. in 24 oh, hours and easily. then replenish it. But it's like, so when we did that, for example, I think Jess, she competed at 67 and a half kilos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think we got her, we actually got her to sit at something like 70 something, like 71. Yeah, and I, lies, I managed yeah. to get like four kilos off her in like 36 hours. But it was like her weight was creeping down. And it was like, we increased the water, then dropped some of the solids and then everything else. And it literally, she was like, mm, it's going to be close. And literally her weight just went bang. Once you cut it out, it just, you just keep And she came at like 65 toilet, or yeah. like 64 or something, which was actually a way lighter than we had. And her, her other coach at the time was a bit like, Meh. and I was like, no, it's fine. Because she's going to literally, the first thing she's going to drink is some protein, electrolytes, maltodextrin. It's going to taste like shit, but she needs to replenish, rehydrate, and then solids come in two hours later, and then she slowly builds her food up to the evening. And then the next day, she came in, and she, she weighed at something like 68, 69 kilos. And Laughing. because she was so light when she weighed in, it meant that her score, based on her body weight and everything, yeah, yeah. was really good as well. So actually, you know, and everyone has the ability to do that. It's just whether you have a good enough coach and support system to do that, whether you're prepared enough to do that, whether you're willing, because they were miserable. Like, the girls were tired because they just had nothing they were depleted of everything same in bodybuilding shows yeah. people backstage are absolutely miserable because they're just so depleted especially the girls as well they've tried to stay as tight as possible yeah, like men yeah. will, will often carb up days in advance so by the show they're generally all right but a lot of the girls and the way they do bikini shows these days and they encourage them to be super super skinny they just mm. stop fucking eating yeah and drinking and it's just like this is not good no and then you've got a long day <laughs> yeah so there you go anyway, under those lights yeah. there you go good stuff well, I yes. don't even know how we got onto that chat. Um, don't know. About food related, wasn't it? Oh, and then yeah. we were talking about carbs and carbing up and stuff. But yeah, so I did have a pizza before my marathon. I did the same in the last marathon. I don't know why, but I just feel like it works because it's a shit ton of carbs and some protein and fats to kind of slow it down a little bit yeah, whilst yeah. I sleep. And then the next day, I feel 
bloody bloody marvelous. Mm. It's so good. It's good to go. But yeah, that's just that's your, your go-to. Tra- yeah, got your tradition sorted. Yeah, kinda. Yeah, I mean, I've, I don't know. A lot of pros will just do tons of rice, as you say. And yeah, all yeah. That sort of stuff. And I did do a load of rice in that the day before as well. But I don't know. I think sometimes, and I used to do it before bodybuilding shows. I'd normally have like a ch- cheeseburger or a pizza before a bodybuilding show, and it made me feel quite pumped the next day so yeah I that's think good what works for the individual i think yeah as well and also you gotta remember is that you're not at that top 0.1 percent where oh every God, gram yeah. counts you can actually no. enjoy yourself it's yeah. not going to impact your performance that much if it does a couple of seconds not going to kill you all comes down to the pickle juice at the end of the day yeah i'm out i'm out I'm maybe out. okay um i did mention japanese a random thing that I saw on social media that I just thought would be a fun way to uh, finish the episode, which I thought was quite nice. And it was seven Japanese techniques to overcome laziness. Don't hit me. Because we're all guilty of laziness. And I just mm, thought they were, quite, they were quite nice. And I just thought, read out on the show, quite a nice wholesome thing for a change. For a change. It's looking at you. Um, Very wholesome thing. Robert. Okay. <laughs> number Number one is called Ikigai. And it means having a purpose in life. The reason you wake up each morning. Four rules of Ikigai. One, do what you love. Two, do what you're good at. Three, do what the world needs. And four, do what you can be paid for. Barbell Lounge. Yeah. Trend. I like that. It's good. Trend. Yeah, I'm sorry. What, sorry, what, what yeah, are the four that? does that tick then? All of them. Do what you're good at. Trend. Do so what you love. Trend. So that's, that's, the first, that's the first first <laughs> tech, Japanese technique for overcoming laziness. I kind of like that, though. Obviously, go no, like doing that. what you love and what preach. you're good at and all that sort of stuff. What the world needs. We're giving something back, Michael, which is good. There's something to be said about having a purpose. I've always said... For longevity, what you mentioned earlier. One of the uh, things that got me out of my big depressive slump back in 2019 when I was on all the medication, the thing that actually got me to stop was uh, reading a book called Lost Connections, and he said about the importance of your depression anxiety is triggered by something and a lot of times that could be not having a purpose it's all well and good there's a reason purpose is incredible thing. yeah it obviously is. not everyone needs one not everyone has one but for me it helped a lot where obviously they say it's all well and good saying you have all these reasons to die but without a reason to be alive yeah. that's where purpose came that's in good stuff okay number two is called kaizen and it means focusing on small improvements every day trying to become one percent better every day that's what mr b says about his videos he said how to make good youtube videos do one percent better mm. every video and then you'll be viral in no time lots of japanese businesses base their business principles on the kaizen principles so like Tio- course, toyota yes. toyota oh yeah and, um, and all those places because it's like Canon yeah well. so it's like one percent improvement across your whole thing Compounds. amounts to a yeah to a massive improvement overall that kind of applies to bodybuilding and powerlifting as well just becoming one percent better as you know every progressive wi- overload every week yeah I mean, if you say? improved your nutrition your recovery your sleep your lifting technique that's four or five percent there you could that's that could be your gold medal silver medal yeah no i respect that. i like that one a lot uh, uh number three is called shoshin uh it's a concept from zen buddhism which means approaching things with a beginner mindset if your like mind that. if your mind is empty it is open to everything so in the yeah. beginner's mind there are many possibilities but in the expert's mind there are few so that's like having i've heard this before is like a white belt mentality so you go into everything thinking like you can learn something from everyone yeah, even like if that. it's something not to do as well as something to do there must be so many like coaches in the fitness world that think they know everything and they stop learning that was the, that was me at one point. That when I did my OPEX course, that was the first place I'd understood this idea of coaching mastery actually is something that you pursue but you never quite accomplish. Yeah. So you when you go through your coaching cycle, you become like a beginner coach and you're like, Oh, I don't really know enough and then you become like an intermediate coach and you think you know everything and that's a really dangerous place to stay because all of a sudden then 
the walls close in you start to have biases you you don't have an open mind and then you start to become a master coach and you realize like everything works in a way for a while you know there's it depends becomes part of your lexicon a lot and then you start to realize that actually this is a lot more simple and actually being a good coach is about just getting rid of all the shit and then just having that filter to be like listen to that the rest of it they probably don't need it the the more you know the less the less you think you know because the more you realize how much more there is to know out there and you'll never know it all. Yeah. Because when I started training, I was like, oh, I know everything. Now I feel like I know nothing. Yeah. So also, true, yeah. when I started going to the gym, I thought I was massive. Now I feel small. But it's quite liberating when you realise you're not yeah. going to learn everything before you die. Which means you never finish, but you could keep trying. Yeah, like so the, the you might as well try everything. Ends. Yeah. It's exciting. The game never ends. The game never ends. That's the name of this show. Yeah. I'm full of fucking... The game I'm never full ends. Of sh- I need to write stuff. these together. <laughs> um, number four is called Harahachi Boo. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing any of this badly. Probably all of it. Uh, this means to stop eating after you're 80% full. If you eat too much, you're more likely to feel lazy. I'm bulking. Um, I'm massing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean... I don't that's... have percentage. We eat till the calories are done. I have started... And I said this to a friend the other day when we were having some food and they were like, oh, you didn't eat it all. And I went, I stop when I feel satisfied. Because otherwise... you hate yourself, yeah. I can't yeah. do that. I mean, I don't do. I don't apply it all the time, but in that moment, I definitely. I wish. It. I, I wish I could. Can like when I want to. When I want to go off the rails of my food, I'm fucking good at yeah. eating. But um, yeah, so I kind of get that though, because obviously, when you feel full, you are lethargic and so on. And I guess it's this idea of like not taking on more than you need, mm. so I mean, it stops yeah. being greedy. They are he- They are a healthy bunch. Uh, number five is Shinrin Yoku, which means. Uh, Shinrin in Japanese means forest and yoku means bath. It basically means one should spend more time with nature. Yeah, no, I respect that. I don't, but I believe it. That's like that grounding thing, isn't it? Like take your shoes off and just be a part of nature. Hug a tree. Do you, yeah, go sit in a field for five minutes. Yeah, we should all get out for I like. I, I think I got into walking a bit like a few years back when I started living a bit more away from, but more in the country and it really does help. I think a lot of people have find a lot of solace mm. in walking. Covid, like when there's nothing else God, to do. I walked loads over COVID. I yeah. got, I really liked going out for my steps. It was the best part of my day. Yeah, me too. I think, I think we all need. Maybe we should start the uh, Pump Fiction Walking Club. Do it. Given that Harry, Harry's not, Harry's not going to fucking run anywhere. Yeah, two max might. from three to four. There you go. We're going to start the walking club. Complete so. it. I'll complete it. And <laughs> um, by sure. all means, if you do go out for a walk and listen to our podcast, tag us in your Insta stories to show us on your walk. Uh, yeah, two max gang. Or even if you're just on the toilet, tag us as well. Yeah. I mean, that's more your thing. Yeah. Tag Harry. <laughs> or in the bath. Yeah, or in the bath eating eating your um, Having a burger. Wee. Having a wee. Uh, number six is Wabby Sabby, and this is that instead of perfection, one should find beauty in imperfection. Ooh, I like that. Progress, not perfection. Like that. That's good as well, yeah. So that's nice. That is nice. And number seven, finally, is Ganbaru, which this means that one should be patient and do the best possible. Yeah, no, I respect it. I think, yeah, practicing patience is, well, I think all of us could do that. that. Definitely need to work on a bit more. There you go. So I thought I would just throw something, you know, slightly nice. more influential into to, the mix. To clarify, if anyone pipes up in the TikTok comment section, I'm not practicing patience. I'm practicing violence. Remember that. I mean, our management agency. Patricia is practicing has zero patience. I do not peace. I want problems. Remember that. Okay. Good stuff. Uh, has anyone got anything further to add to this week's episode? No. Fine. And have you? do you feel like we've gained anything from today's show? Yeah. A actually. loss of listeners. <laughs> A loss of listeners. Yeah, maybe. No, I think they'll like this one. 
I guess it de- like all of them. Thank you very much. I guess it depends if they're willing to see past the um, the start of the episode and to hopefully some of the useful stuff further into the episode. We should put a timestamp in there and just say skip to this point. <laughs> if no, you don't listen let to them, the let them get the reward, the reap the rewards mm. of. Oh, enjoy the, the enjoy the bad to get the goods. Enjoy the bullsack to get the knowledge. Good stuff. Mm. Enjoy the bullsack to get the knowledge. Okay, that's fine. a better that's episode title. Just saying. Maybe not. Maybe I can't remember what I was going to say before. I'll have to really listen to what this show was going to be called. Uh, I can smell chicken sausages being cooked downstairs, which is a good sign. That means that sounds like lean. Oh, you're having a stroke. Maybe that's toast. 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 Yeah. Who do you reckon the first one here is going to have a strike? Don't worry, I'm not going to ask that question. I know the answer. (laughs) (laughs) The same person who's going to prison. So basically, it's it's basically been there, got got close enough already. (laughs) Progressive overload. Let's go. (laughs) <laughs> Good. He's progressively overloading his life, and as are are we all? We're all just basically imperfectly growing in this world, aren't we? Yeah. Whatever the word was for that. Yeah, I can't remember either. But please do. I hope those Japanese things have been useful in some way. I, I think they are. I thought they, they were nice. I practiced the kaizen one myself. I like that. Has anyone ever seen Tokyo Drift? One of the best. Um, fast, one of the best movies I've made. Where are you going with this? <laughs> is it basically where your Japanese input is yeah, Tokyo yeah. Drift? No, great movie. Uh, but when uh, he walks in wearing his shoes and she just shouts Wabaki at him and that's like a Japanese word for like slippers or something and she makes him wear some slippers. So is that number eight? That's number eight. Always, wear more, sl- wear more wear latex slippers. slippers. Notice my fingers hovering over the uh, button over the to play out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this has been episode 27 of Pump Fiction. I'm sorry. And um, as always, it's been a mixed bag but we're glad you're list- listening or viewing. Obviously, uh, we're on YouTube, we're on TikTok on Instagram, although we didn't do a lot on Instagram. Yeah, but, but you can connect with us, ask us questions, yeah, and I reply mean, to stories that Mike puts up. We do like your input, so <laughs> as always, do um, throw up anything you want on the comment section on either YouTube or TikTok. You can be a keyboard warrior if you want, and Patricia will answer appropriately. And <laughs> if we get enough good comments, we yeah. can do a little compilation of the best comments. We read them out. Mm, absolutely. I don't know what Mike was doing. I don't know if he's taking a photo. Oh, I'm zooming in. On, on, the pick, on the pickle. Oh, the pickle. Okay. On the broken pickle. Uh, well, I have been Christy Fellows. You can find me on social media as well as radical.mike over there and Harry underscore TFNL. I'm sorry. Um, we are <laughs> Pump Fiction Pod on pretty much everything. Yeah, just go with that. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for viewing and uh, good night. Say good night, everyone. Bye. Good night, everyone. There we go.